Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Really, Riley? Are you ready? This is the Really Riley Podcast. Well, How you doing? Happy Monday. Holy crap. It has been one heck of a fun ride this weekend. But let me start where we should start. If you're new around these here parts, hey, what's up? I'm Riley. I am your podcast host. I am the original We Got This Girl. I am a mommy of two. I am a wifey. I am a former, I guess you could say, radio personality of like 20 years, nationally syndicated and all that good stuff. And now I'm a podcast host. I have two businesses, this podcast and also a candle business that is definitely growing and going towards houseware. I also have my website, reallyreallypodcast.com, where there is merch. So if you're inspired by any of the stuff you hear here, there's more ways to get in touch with me. And that was the main goal about this podcast when I first started it was to connect even further with you guys. And then when I lost my radio job, that was the pinnacle of my career to date, to date, um, I wanted to still connect with you guys. So here we are. So hey, welcome if you're new. If you're not, what's up guys? How are you? Hey, beloveds. Um, So as some of you guys might have seen on Instagram, I got into an accident this weekend. And those of you that know me are like, really, Riley? (laughs) Again? Um, Yeah, again. Um, Because the car that I am currently driving, it's now almost nine years old. It's BMW. um, And it was a car that I got myself by selling my previous engagement ring. Um. I was cleansing myself of old ghosts and, you know, had hung on to that ring and that whole idea of my life as it was with that person, which thank God that didn't happen because it was a very emotionally and physically abusive relationship. And I was just very, you know, unhealed at that time. I mean, I'm still kind of unhealed, but, you know, way more so back then. This was like, what is this, 12, 15? I don't even know. I want to think about how long ago it was, but it was a long time ago. Um, but I, that ring was like a representation of everything that I had wanted and didn't get, thank God, but also all the things that I was willing to eat in order to get this perfect picture of a life that I thought I should have by 28 to 33. 
I mean, little did I know all the beautiful things that were in store for me later if I had just let go and let the universe take hold of, you know, my future because I wasn't doing the greatest job at it. Um, So I sold that ring to get this car and I was pregnant with my son Lyric when I bought it. So I was like, okay, these are all new beginnings. And I sold my beloved Mustang to get it. I loved that car. It was my 30th birthday to myself. Um... It was like the first grown-up purchase I'd ever had. It was the first brand-new car I'd ever had. Um, oh, and it was the year that they had, like, read on the body style for the Mustangs, and they, like, put the fancy GT engine and the base-level models, because that's what I had. It was all black. I named her Jasmine. Yes, I named my cars. Ugh, and that comes into play in a minute. Um, so you guys that have listened to me on air or on this podcast have heard at nauseum the amount of accidents that car has been in. It's worth nothing now, you know, BMW or not, Um, because when I first bought it, actually, let me back up. When I was buying it, I bought it through um, a radio friend sales guy. I got like a radio kind of deal on it. Um, But apparently that guy had a drinking problem and did not do very well selling vehicles, later got fired. And I can see why, because in the midst of all this, they ordered one car um, because I didn't have you know, the color that I wanted on the lot, like they only had one with like beige seats. And at the time I had the Riley red hair, you OGs remember that. And that thing, that hair would transfer onto anything light. So I could not have light seats, especially I was having a baby. I just wanted darker seats. And like, I think they gave me like a grade down of the car that I was paying for. So it's not like I was being bougie. I had paid for this. And so I had to turn that car back in, but (laughs) I went into his, that office because, you know, calling their salespeople and all that didn't do anything. And I sat in that office, eight and a half months pregnant, like belly out to here, like fighting their sales department. And after I gave birth, literally 30 hours later, I was still in the hospital because at that time they kept you in the hospital for like a week. Now, since COVID, it's like, yeah, you had the baby 38 hours later, bye. If there's nothing wrong, get out. Go, go about your merry way. Um... But I was in the hospital bed and I was fighting with the credit department because they were coming after me for collections because apparently that first car that they gave me, they didn't take it off of my credit, even though I had turned it in. So now I had a payment for the new car that they gave me and this old one that I didn't have possession of anymore. So my mom, being a banker for like 34 years before she retired, was on the phone with them, you know, spitting all these like terminology and I'm just crying and you know, it, it was just traumatic because I'd just given birth and I'm going, oh my God, I'm a single mom, how am I gonna pay for this, blah, 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 blah. Well, it all worked out. But then, literally, <laughs> I think I'd had that car for like a month. I was pulling into like a Plato's Closet or like one of those, what's it? once around upon a child I don't know if they have those here or not but like a kid's consignment shop to get lyrics and stuff and I pulled in and I'm I'm not a great driver I'm not going to try to play that I'm not but I pulled in and I scraped the side of somebody's car and they were like they were walking out to their car I was like oh my god I'm so sorry and like they didn't have really any damage that couldn't be scuffed out so like you're fine it's okay like they saw that I had a newborn baby it was starting to rain it was bad but that was like my brand new car. Like that was like something that I was this monumental thing. And I'd never had anything that expensive. And I probably won't again because I won't buy an, ex- I mean, I won't, 
get a car like that again? Like, yes. Do I want a Jeep Grand Cherokee? Yes. Is it in my vision board? Yes. But do I have to have a brand spanking ass new one with every single bell and whistle? No, I, I really don't. Um, I, I came, I saw, I expensive card. I'm good. Because half the damn side up, half the damn features I just had to have, like the turbo and the sunroof. I've never opened that freaking sunroof and enjoyed it. I don't like the wind in my hair. I don't use turbo. I got kids. What was I thinking? Any who's So there were scuffs in it. I was proud of myself for this moment, though, because I looked online and I researched on YouTube and I got like this turtle wax, like a uh, car scrub, single mom again. So Lyric, I put him in his car seat, gave him some snacks and or not snacks, gave him his bottle because he was really young at that point, put some music on for him, rolled down the windows. Thank God it was not too hot outside. And I buffed the shit out of that front car and got just about every scratch out of it. So, OK, cool. Nothing happened there and again for like another nine months. And <laughs> right before I had got the job to DC, like the, I think we were in negotiations at that point, I get not T-boned, but somebody was coming out and didn't stop, pulled out in front of me and like clipped the side, crushed the whole front end of it. And I'm like, are you joking? Thankfully enough, Lyric was not in the car. So I was grateful for that. But like, um, I ended up having to go to a chiropractor because I have um, a slight scoliosis of the spine and my back was like jacked up. So I had to go through months of that and (laughs) I ended up, it it all got fixed, right? But this was accident number two. And then I get to DC and the dude that was doing my chiropractic care or the dude that the lawyer that was handling it for like, I think it was like suing the dude that hit me or his insurance company to get money I was so naive. This guy was such a fucking crook. He just decided not to pay the chiropractic bills. And like, he never sent me an actual work down sheet of what they got versus what I got. I think it was like $1,600. <laughs> yeah, not money to shake a stick at, but not worth the aggravation or the like bad juju that came with all of that. And I had to get on the phone and literally like scream at him like, I don't ever pull the, do you know who I am? But I did that time. I was like, fine, if this is what you want to do, your business is going to go really badly after this. So finally he paid it after I did that because he was a crook. Um, And I moved to DC. We were pretty good there for a little while with accidents, a good couple of years. But then when I was pregnant with Malin, some lady again, clipped me from the side. Now that was really fucking scary. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not really like shaken by accidents. Maybe I should be, or at least normally I'm not until this last one, but we'll get to that in a second. But this one, I was obviously scared because I was pregnant and Malin was our rainbow baby. And like it did, it wasn't even like a bad accident that hit me or jostled me really that hard or there wasn't like a super amount of damage to the car, but it scared me because at that point, Malin was completely still. And I was like, oh my God, I called Marshall. I was like, I need you to be here. He raced from Rockville to Frederick, which is like 50 minutes where I was at. And, you know, the first thing that he had said was like, is he kicking? And I was like, no. And I was really, really scared. And I was like, do I go to the emergency room? Like it was later at night by the time all this was happening. I was just like, okay, I have to be on the show tomorrow, which of course, (laughs) that's how much heart I gave into that situation, that that's always where my head was. Crazy, right? Um, but I was like, no, I need to go. And then I was worried about money. Cause I was just like, what's the, you know, emergency room bill going to cost. And 
I always have that single mind mom, or at least that time I did, because I was on my own insurance at the time because Marshall and I were engaged, but not married. Um, but I went and the doctor was very nice and said like, they're pretty well cushioned in there. His heart was beating fine and everything was good. Thank Jesus. Um, so we were okay for a little bit. Then right before I got fired, some lady hits me from the side again. It's always the right hand side, like the passenger side. And I don't know what like voodoo or what like something there is about a passenger makes me feel like there's like some bad juju sitting in that seat or something. Um, but I get hit from the side. And so my husband being a police officer, he's always like, call 911, get a police report, which I always recommend you doing because it makes things with insurance a lot easier if you have an officer there to basically, you know, get it all jotted down. Because yeah, you can just exchange insurance, but then how do you know if their insurance is like actually real? So here's what's funny. That lady, some of you guys have heard this on the air already, like was cursing me out. It was, she was so damn rude. She was like, you know, why are we having to sit here if I gave you my insurance? I was like, ma'am, like she was rapping on my window. And I was like, uh, you can go back to your car. Like, no, no, you hit me and you want to be mad. She's like, she's like, this is why you live in America. And this is, this is what you Americans do. I was like, uh, what? No, you can go back to your car with that. Like, I don't need, I'm not going to say a word to you because this is not, nothing's going to end up well after this conversation. So just back to your car. So she ended up trying to lie and say that it wasn't her. It wasn't like she didn't, it wasn't her fault. Like something or another, like she was at a stoplight and stopped and they kept going, but there was no stoplight there. She was at a stop sign and rolled through it. So that was a whole mumbo jumbo. And what's crazy about that claim is that my insurance company, which was like, uh, I'm, I'm hoping they're better now at this point because we're still with them, but they had some boo-boo ass insurance agent put the claim together and it was her fault. It was ruled that it was her fault, but there was like investigation in it or whatever. Oh, and side note, let me back up. The lady before that, the accident before that, she tried to come and sue my insurance company and say that she broke her toe in that accident. That obviously did not hold water. But damn. So this newest lady, this one that I'm talking about now, she tried to say it wasn't her fault and da 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 da. So there was like tobacco there. But when I was going to pick up my car, they're like, oh, it's $500 for the deductible. I'm like, wait a minute. It was her fault. How am I paying this money? I'll get to why this is important later. So I'm calling them and I'm like, wait a minute, like, why, like, what is it? Da, 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 da. And like, they're like, oh, well, we'll just have somebody get back to us. Like, no, I gotta get my car. You'll get somebody now. Oh, well, this person's not here. I was like, I want a manager. I want a supervisor, 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 supervisor right now. So they get the supervisor on the phone and she's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I just realized that our agent like didn't even put the claim through at all. Wait, what? <laughs> I'd been driving a rental for over two weeks and my car was sitting in there and I was like, so what? And they're like, oh, okay, well, yeah, because of that, we'll surely, we'll just, we'll waive the deductible. Turns out there shouldn't have been a deductible at all because this time around, this, oh wait, let me not skip over to what happened this weekend because there was another incident in between there. This one happened to be my fault. I was pulling into the gym and the parking lot where I go to the gym that I have, obviously you guys know that listen to me all the time being a fitness ambassador. I go there constantly. I've been in that. I can't, I, you know what? I've been in that garage 
more times that I probably pulled into my own home garage, but I, it's very, very tight parking. And I pulled in at one point and my mom was in town. Of course she was distracting me because I'm always stressed out when she's here. I love you, mom, but it's true. And I scraped and dented the side back rear door. At that point, because I'd already had like an accident that year, we're like, we're just not going to fix this because it would like triple our insurance. And I was like, you know what? It's superficial. Everybody's fine. I just, whatever. I don't care. I'm going to leave it. So I've been riding around with that boo-boo for like two years. um, And everything was seemingly okay. (laughs) But that was right after I got fired. So November obviously is not a great month for me. Because here it is, November again, just days after the anniversary of my one year off air. If you guys haven't listened to that podcast, please do. And thank you, thank you, thank you for you guys that reached out and checked up on me on this weekend. I love you, love you, love you. Um, this was the accident that really seems to kind of have shaken me because it takes a lot to rattle me. Um, but it was a, it was Saturday and like during the day, like Lyric and I went to the gym. He still calls it the toy gym because that's what he called it when he was little. He was in their like uh, daycare area and I was working out, had a really good workout, like was just feeling myself. And I was like, Lyric, like, let's go get to Wegmans and get some sushi. Um, Because he loves sushi. And I was like, it was nice. Like it was a little me and him date, you know, because with Malin being the maniac all the time and just the hustle and bustle and everything, I like to have just those quality time moments with him. Marshall and I both like to do that. So we had a nice day and I had to go to Kohl's and Old Navy because they had a sale and Lyric is growing like a weed that has fertilizer stuck up his butt, like because all of his pants don't fit him. Um, So I ordered a bunch of stuff and I was going to pick it up. Well, we're going down 270, which if you don't live here, 270, it's like hell on a highway, like of all of the places and cities I've lived in. And I've lived in a lot. Atlanta, Nashville, Memphis, Florida, Michigan. Am I missing any? Now here? Holy shit. 270 people are psycho. I remember when I was pregnant, somebody at four o'clock in the morning, so you know they probably weren't sober that they were acting like this. Somebody was like slamming on their brakes and I think they threw like coins at my windshield and cracked my windshield while I was pregnant like like psych like tan loco like just nuts and we're going on 270 where it like splits off southbound which side note I'm so directionally challenged when the police officer was asking me like where are you southbound northbound I was like uh towards this exit it's southbound I know that now because Marshall told me um it was a place where like the one ha- one side of the highway spills into the other one and I was in the middle lane. I don't like being on the, like, I like being in the middle lane. I like like seeing things and you know, just the middle lane's my jam. Um, not going too fast, thankfully enough, because it was like a little trafficy that day on a Saturday afternoon. Everybody's out and about. It was a nice day. It was sunny outside. And like Lyric and I were playing like, would you rather or whatever. And all of a sudden I see this big ass truck. Like I've talked to you guys before about that big truck energy shit that I don't like that people think that just because they have a big ass pickup, that's like Marshall said it was like a lift. It was like a big Ford pickup truck on a lift. So basically my car is a little cockroach compared to this dinosaur. And I literally like just saw it happening in slow motion. This dude's just pushing over into my lane. I'm honking on my horn, but he was so close to me. It was like, it was almost like he didn't even look at all because it wasn't 
like he slid into the front of me and the back it was literally like bam to the side passenger side again of my car and I'm like what the fuck and I'm like trying to get over to pull over and I see that he is like looking to see where I'm going and like looking forward and seeing if he's gonna keep I'm like he's gonna he's gonna hit and run and I was like oh hell no my car's still drivable and I like go to start like going after him I go to get my phone and then a minute I was like wait a minute my son's in the car shit and this is all happening in like 3.5 seconds but it was like when the truck hit the car like it was such a big whack and honestly now that I think about it which I really don't want to that was a really big miracle that more didn't happen that the windows didn't smash or anything so I think the dude like realized like, mm, you know, she's probably going to follow me with her camera and get my license plate and a hit and run's not a good idea. You know, I don't know what this dude does for a living, but you damn well know I would have thrown the book at him. So he pulls over to the other side of the road. And of course I call my husband. He's like, call 911 and get him on the phone. Because a lot of times they just think, okay, get the insurance and then go. I was like, no, we're going to get a report. So he gets out and he's like, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And I'm just not really saying anything at this point because all I'm worried about is my son. I get out, I look at the car, it's drivable, it's got a big old like smash in the front to match the back now. And the dude's taking pictures and he's got his insurance and I'm like, the offices are on the way, can you just wait? And he's always like, he's like, oh. You know, so obviously my spidey expenses are kind of there. Like you were trying to take off and you know, you've got your insurance and all this, that and third, but his insurance checked out, so that's fine. But I get back in the car and I look back at Lyric and he's, just like crying that broke me he just started crying and he's like mommy are the police coming and I was like yes baby they're on their way we're fine we're okay nothing's gonna happen and he's just like I just really wish Marshall was here he's the best and he's a police officer and I was like oh you know and one part of it like my heart like saying that he loves Marshall that much but then the other part of me my heart sunk because that was like the first time that I felt like my son, whom I've been protecting since conception for eight years. And I'm a fierce ass mama in that didn't think that he was safe with me. And I know in his little heart, he wasn't thinking that he wasn't projecting that. It just, that's what it felt like. It's that mom guilt. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, baby, you want to call him? So he's on the phone and Marshall's coming him down. So at this point, Marshall had popped our two year old maniac in the car with a 15 minute nap. So y'all know what a terror that is. to wake a baby up out of a deep sleep and drove down there. And you know, he was comforting Lyric. He put Lyric in the car and like Lyric was super scared. He was like, mommy, you co- are you coming? Like, do you, are you okay? Like, how are you going to get home? And I was like, baby, the car's drivable. I'll be home right there. And he's like giving me heart signs and waving to me and crying as he's walking away. And this is just breaking me. And at that point, dot rolls up. Oh, this part pisses me off because the window had been rolled up. I rolled down the window to talk to M dot and he's there, you know, they're just like, so we're going to stay here with you until the cops gets here. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, thank you doing your job, but I don't need to hear it. Get away. It's fine. You know, cause I was just annoyed and like my, my, like with ADHD, or at least mine, it's like when you're in that heightened state, like 
a lot of things just annoy you to the point of like, you just have to be quiet or you're going to scream. And at that space, like all of my cortisol was up, every stressor was hitting me. So I was like, I just don't want to talk to anybody. But then I try to roll the window back up and the fucking thing doesn't roll back up. I'm like, damn it. Because I at least could have had a drivable car for the couple of days that it takes for insurance and for, you know, the adjusters to, you know, figure things out and for you to get into a rental you know, and then we also have to send the car seats in for insurance because I never knew this until like my first accident with the car seat in there. But like if you have a car seat in there and you get into an accident, like it's you can't use it anymore. And insurance is great that they take care of it. But it's like it's all of this. All of it's just an inconvenience. Yes, I know. It's the miracle that we were fine and we were OK. And that's what you focus on, you know, when it's all over. But, you know, in my head, I, I don't know if I'm the only weirdo that does this, but I've talked to people that do this too. Like you think of the most stupid, meaningless, random things in the height of like trouble or an accident like that, or, you know, when th- bad things happen, because I think for me, and maybe there's some science to this, I'm not sure that like your brain goes to the easiest worry versus then having to focus on the real worry. I could be a wackadoo for that, but that's how my brain would work. And I'm sitting here going like, damn it. Worried about the windows. Like, cause it's cold outside. If it rains, I'm screwed, you know? But I was just mad that I was like, damn it. If you wouldn't have come up and fucking bothered me, which he was just doing his job, but that's what went through my head at the time. Like I I wouldn't have rolled down this window. It would have been fine. I was just pissed, you know? And you know, Marshall got the kids in the car and the lid, the officer showed up and he was like, I checked out his insurance. The report will be up there. You're free to go home. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. It's fine. So Marshall figures out, you know, a way to take um, his cruiser home because you're not supposed to take your cruiser out of the county. But, you know, there was, you know, an exception for the couple of days if he just drives it to work and home and that's it so that I could have his car to take the kids to school and Malin's appointments and all that stuff. So we had to drive back through where the accident was. And like I said, like things like don't, I don't know, maybe I just store trauma, but like things don't usually get to me like that. I don't like return to the scene of the crime and get like freaked out. But like we we're driving past there and I was just like, if you guys can hear that, there's an ambulance honking its siren. So sorry about that. <laughs> um, God, I hope everybody's okay. That's right in my neighborhood. Any bees? <laughs> my God. Um, but we had to drive past that area and I remember like trying to like get my thoughts together. I was like, okay, wait, like, was I in this lane? What was, you know, like trying to piece together, like what just happened. And really it was just, the dude was not paying attention. Like he told the cop on body camera, it was my fault. I didn't look, I didn't see you. I don't know if he was on his phone or what. He just went to go get in the other lane and just like literally took me out. Um, but I like started to like, kind of like my voice started to shake a little bit. Marshall's like, it's okay. Like you don't talk about it, but like we had to go get the other car and then get in the car and drive back. And the back road, like we had to drive like some back roads cause that's the quicker option. And this was late at night, you know, for the boys cause it was like seven 30 mountain goes to bed around that time. And Lyric goes to bed a little bit later, but like we're driving back and I'm like 10 and two on the wheel, like squeezing it. And this is where I noticed that things started making me flinch that, like anytime a car would be too fast next to me or would be coming out from like, you know, where they could possibly T-bone me, I'm like, 
But because Lyric was so scared and he was comfy in the car, like he was asking me like when we went to go, like maybe we have to go get a, a car, like Marshall's cruiser so we can, I can have a car. And he's like, but wait, are we going to go in the Durango in Marshall's car? We're not going to. And I'm like, are you afraid of mommy's car now? Because that's going to be an issue because I don't have the money to get a new car. Everybody's like, you should get rid of that car. It's cursed. And I was like, yeah, I would love to, but it's paid off. So there's that. Um, but I don't want him to be afraid of that. I don't want him to get into my car every day and be scared of it. Because I'm, you know, we have to figure something else out, which I don't even want to go there. But he was like, no, you know, they both had their iPads in the back because we were trying to keep him distracted. And I don't know about you moms that are listening to this or if you've ever experienced this, but like the fear that you have inside of you when you're afraid, but you can't show any sign of it because you don't want your kids to be afraid. It's horrible. It's like torturous. It's like 10 times worse because you have to keep a poker face. And I think since the last year or so of trauma that I've kind of lived in or lived through because I had to stuff so much down for the last like nine months before I lost my job, I think my body's allergic to that. So I had to go into triple drive and just keep that in my throat, you know? And then of course, Malin was like, mommy, give me chocolate. Like he doesn't ever just ask for anything. He screams it. He'll ask once and then he starts screaming. He's that kid. Um, so he's yelling in the back and I'm like, okay, here's a lollipop. I don't care. Whatever. Like I just couldn't like, that's the thing with ADHD as well. Like when you're heightened, like screaming or yells or noises, just great at your soul. So being a mom is fun with that, uh, impediment. Would I say, I don't know. Dis- not a disability. Anyway, with ADHD, um, but we got home safe, we got the boys down. Lyric was still pretty shaken. Um, and that's still kind of sitting with me, but thank you to everybody that like reached out and asked if we were okay. But I'm freaking out about the damn deductible. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. Like I'm thinking about the last time where I had to pay that damn $500 for a deductible for somebody else's fault. And this is what's fucked up about my insurance company. They made it seem like they were sweeping it away for the inconvenience of, you know, not actually putting in the claim when I wouldn't be paying a deductible at all. I mean, and that was my first time ever being on somebody else's insurance besides my parents, you know, like I was on my husband's insurance, you know, and Marshall was a little like, you know, jostled about it when I first asked him. So I'm sitting here for half a day thinking, great. Last year I got fired right before Christmas and this year I got into an accident right before Christmas. You know, like what the fuck? (laughs) I don't have this money to just piss away right now. And I'm sitting here thinking, great. Like I just, this, this just sucks. Well, we talked to them today and because it was all his fault and he admitted it, it should be just fine and it's going to work out just fine. (sighs) I mean, November is just not my favorite month. (laughs) And it's a month that we're supposed to be super thankful for, but I am super thankful that we're okay. And I'm super, super thankful to you guys for, you know, supporting me and all of the message that you guys sent. I'm trying to go back and answer every single one because that's what I do. Because if you guys take the time to care about me, I want to let you guys know that I appreciate it. Um, so yeah, it's been a ride, my friends. Ugh. And side note, we got this army. I'm irritated with shipping right now, but 
your prezies or at least parts of uh, like the one part, I don't know the part of them. Cause obviously I have to, you know, customize them. Um, they're on their way. Cause I wanted to send you, we got this bam, um, goodies for Christmas to say, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sticking around with me and being in my little corner of the world. And also the full video of me reading my manifestation journal. Um, I'm going to send you guys that as well. Cause my facial expressions are kind of funny in it. Um, cause I put the snippet of it on Instagram, but you guys are going to have that in your inbox tomorrow. Um, as promised, I uploaded the new leggings that we got this leggings. There's two of them so far, two styles. Um, but I promised you guys I was going to be, um, debuting some more gym thingies, <laughs> gym wear, gym gear. Anyway, uh, gym, whatever gym stuff to, really Riley podcast. And this is big for me because it's been a dream of mine for a long time to have a fitness line because people have been saying that, like, why don't you do that? Why don't you get into fitness? Well, I had to find the perfect leggings because my motto with the clothing or any of it is if I wouldn't use it, wear it, love it, I won't sell it. So I like good leggings that are squat proof, obviously that, you know, hold you in all the right places. Cause you know how sometimes you'll, you'll get like the buttery soft yoga ones that are super expensive and they just look lumpy on you. Yeah, they're soft as shit, but they look lumpy or you'll get the compression ones that they're so compressed that they're like hugging and giving you bulges that you didn't have before. I ain't about that life. So yeah, I finally found some really, really, really good ones. Um, so hopefully you like them and hopefully you will check them out. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you to all the orders that I got this weekend. I love you guys so much. Um, that's at really really podcast.com. You can also sign up to be part of the, we got this army there. Um, Wednesday, we're going to have some more ask Riley's cause I love you guys so much. You guys make my job real easy that you come out with the good shit. Uh, really, really podcast at gmail.com. Also on my socials, I have all of the pop-ups that I'm going to be at. I have three. I was going to add another one in there, but I also realized like, wait a minute, I need to slow down. And especially now enjoy the holidays with my fam. So there's those three and then I'll be done for the year, which is funny because my last one is like the second week of December. So I'll be done for all of like two weeks and back at it. But, um, yeah. Yay for this weekend ending on a positive note and me being able to chat with you guys first thing Monday. Um, I really hope you guys have a great week and please do me a favor, drive careful. I will talk to you on Wednesday. Please send me those Ask Riley's. Also, if you got to show me the ring, send them to me or a small business spotlight because the Christmas holidays are coming around and I'd love to spotlight small businesses and help you guys out because I am a now a small business owner. Um, so I know how that works and I know like how it is when, you know, getting your name out there and I'm still doing that. So love you, love you, love you. I will talk to you on Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. It's really Riley.